our master says start the day with love fill the day with love spend the day with love and end the day with love but how do we do this we can if and only if we let this love that is inside all of us express itself as service to humanity welcome back dear listeners to the second episode of chronicles of love brought to you by sai ashraya this is misty and sai taking you along in this beautiful journey of self discovery through love and service to humanity in the previous episode we shared with you the journey of sai ashraya the journey of love so far so misty what do we have in store for this episode of chronicles of love mm. today we'll be sharing about something which is dear to all our children and all of us too the breakfast seva dear listeners in the previous episode we relived the moments where breakfast seva began and with it how sai ashraya started this beautiful journey of self discovery truly speaking through love and service today let us relive the first few crucial months of breakfast seva like we said the venue used to be a slum and as we would go to the slum at 7:30 or 7:45 in the morning little children would be having bath in the open with really cold water and it would be a very difficult sight for us as the children had to fill their buckets from a nearby tap which was there on the road and they would have bath with that cold water inside of their slum and i remember many occasions when many of these children the little boys would be halfway through their bath and there would be soap on their face and they would be shivering in the cold and as soon as they would see our vehicle approach they would run inside their tents with a towel and they would quickly get ready to come and join us for the breakfast seva each day was unique was totally dynamic in its own way and every day was a learning experience for us and when we say every day we really mean it from the bottom of our hearts just to recount one experience that we all had the children would sit in a circle on a blue tarpaulin sheet that we would spread on the ground for them to sit down and have their breakfast and that morning as the children began to eat we noticed that in our attendance register there was one child who was absent and as we 
began to look for the child we began to hear a couple of people fighting and a child crying and so our volunteers rushed to the tent and there was this man shouting at his wife and he was on on top of his voice you know giving it to his wife and he was you know almost beating her up totally when we stopped him and the little child was sitting in the corner of that tent crying so loudly and i remember going to that little girl and she was she was weeping and she was inconsolable and i just bent down and i asked her what happened and she said nothing my father came home drunk last night and there was a fight and he beat up my mother and when i went between them he slapped me too the fight didn't stop and it continued throughout and they slept with that fight and next day morning there was another fight that started and this man was not looking like he was going to stop and so we didn't know what to do and quite impulsively or i would just say it was a reflex action that came over me i called that man i screamed at him and i remember when we were doing this breakfast seva all the parents had a very high regard for us they would listen to what we would say and so the man even though he was drunk he 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 was he was barely able to walk i remember him literally tottering you know he was dancing and he he came up to the center of the place and we invited the other parents also i remember i started literally screaming at this man and i was screaming my heart out and there was so much of pain and i was screaming at him and i was just saying to him you know you spend so much money drinking you might as well feed your children during their lunch time why don't you give them a good dinner every day instead of drinking away all this hard earned money and he looked at me and he said do you know what my situation is do you know how sad i am and i looked at him and i asked what makes you sad he said sir we don't have money and as a result we are ill treated wherever we go nobody gives us a place to sleep nobody gives us good food you come in the morning you give us food and then you go away but what do we do for our lunch and dinner i'm hungry and so i looked at him and i said how much do you pay for you know a drink and as he said the number i was shocked and i said that could easily buy you one meal a day and as i spoke further 
with him i could notice that he was getting embarrassed because there were so many elders listening into the conversation the buzzing street nearby the traffic stopped and everybody was looking on and this man cried and he said i'll never beat up my wife again and i looked at him and i said you will definitely not do it again and you will also never hit your little child this experience was an eye opener for all of us and for the parents in the slum and the next day onwards our elder volunteers would go to each family and talk to the parents day after day and also to the children and the aim of these little conversations was to make sure that the children grew up in an environment that was conducive for their all-round development and it would also help them be groomed in a way where they would lead an ideal life dear listeners now we have a little boy from one of our breakfast seva schools talking to us about the impact that breakfast seva has had on him his friends and all the families he spoke to us while rushing to his classroom and this is one of the most inspiring clips that we've heard anna sarva basaracha nanu yolana taragatile odutiddene nana sale hesru gps kona nakrara nanu government school alli odutiddene nanu sheddalu idine yad kelu ಟೀಮ್ ಬಂದು ನಮಗೆ ಡೈಲಿ ಊಟ ಕೊ ತಿಂಡಿ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ದೋಸೆ ಇಡ್ಲಿ ವಡಾ ಸಾಂಬಾರು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಚಾಕ್ಲೇಟ್ಸು ಬಾಳೆಹಣ್ಣು ಹಾಲು ಅದೆಲ್ಲ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಕೆಲವು ಹಬ್ಬಗಳು ಬಂದಾಗ ಯುಗಾದಿ ಯುಗಾದಿಗೆ ಬೇವು ಬೆಲ್ಲ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಸಂಕ್ರಾಂತಿ ಬಂದಾಗ ಕಬ್ಬು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಕಬ್ಬು ಸ ಕಬ್ಬು ಬೆಲ್ಲ ಅದೆಲ್ಲ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ಮಸ್ ಬಂದಾಗ ಮನೆಗೆ ಕರ್ಕೊಂಡೋಗ್ಬಿಟ್ಟು ನಮ್ಮ ನಾವು ಡ್ರಾಯಿಂಗ್ ಮಾಡಿದ್ದೆಲ್ಲ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಪ್ರೈಸ್ ಫಸ್ಟು ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಪ್ರೈಸ್ ಎಲ್ಲ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಒಂದಿನ ಶನಿವಾರದೊತ್ತು ಇದು ಮೆಡಿಕಲ್ ಕ ಮೆಡಿಕಲ್ಗೆ ಕರ್ಕೊಂಡೋಗಿದ್ರು ಕರ್ಕೊಂಡೋದಾಗ ಯಾವ್ದಾವ್ದು ಹುಡುಗಿಗೆ ಏನೇನು ಆಗಿದೆ ಅಂತ ಹೇಳಿದ್ರು ಹೇಳಿದಾಗ ಮಾತ್ರೆಗಳನ್ನೆಲ್ಲ ಎಲ್ಲ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ಸಿರಪ್ಪು ಮಾತ್ರೆ ಎಲ್ಲ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಲಾಸ್ಟಿಗೆ ಊಟ ಚಾಕ್ಲೇಟ್ ಅದೆಲ್ಲ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಬಟ್ಟೆಗಳನ್ನು ಎಲ್ಲ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ಶಿವು ಬ್ಯಾಗು ಬಟ್ಟೆ ಬುಕ್ಸ್ ಅದೆಲ್ಲ ಕೊಟ್ಟರು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ಗೆ ನಾ ನಾ ಇವಾಗ ಶೆಡ್ಡಲ್ಲಿದ್ದೆ ನಾನು ಆಮೇಲೆ ರೂಮಿಗೆ ಬಂದೆ ನನಗೆ ಟಾಯ್ಲೆಟ್ ಅದೆಲ್ಲ ಶೆಡ್ಡಲ್ಲಿ ಇದ್ದಿದ್ದಿಲ್ಲ ಇವಾಗ ರೂಮಲ್ಲಿದೆ ಟಾಯ್ಲೆಟ್ ಅದೆಲ್ಲ ಇವಾಗ ಇವರೆಲ್ಲ ನಮಗೆ ತಿಂಡಿ ಕೊಡೋದ್ರಿಂದ ನಮಗೆ ದೈಹಿಕ ಬೆಳೆ ಬೆಳವಣಿಗೆ ಚೆನ್ನಾಗಿ ಬೆಳೀತಾ ಇದೆ ನಮಗೆ ಓದೋದಕ್ಕೆ ಅನುಕೂಲವಾಗ್ತಿದೆ ನಮ್ಮ ಸ್ಕೂಲಲ್ಲಿ ಒಟ್ಟು ನೂರ ನಲ್ವತ್ತು ಮಕ್ಕಳು ಇದ್ದಾರೆ ಅವ್ರಿಗೆಲ್ಲ ತಿಂಡಿ ಕೊಡ್ತಾರೆ ಡೈಲಿ ಬಾದಾಮಿ ಅದೆಲ್ಲ ಕೊಡ್ತಾರೆ ಹಾಲು ಬಾದಾಮಿ ಬಿಸ್ಕೆಟ್ ಅದೆಲ್ಲ ಕೊಡ್ತಾರೆ ಅದ್ರ ತಿಂದೋದ್ರಿಂದ ನಮ್ಮ ನಮ್ಮ ಮಕ್ಕಳಿಗೆಲ್ಲ ಒಳ್ಳೆಯದಿದೆ ನನ್ ಧನ್ಯವಾದಗಳು ನನಗೆ ಹೇಳೋಕ್ಕೆ ಇಷ್ಟಪಡ್ತೇನೆ ನಾನು ಅವ್ರ ಹಂಗೆ ಮುಂದೆ ಆಗಬೇಕಂತ ಇಷ್ಟಪಡ್ತೇನೆ ಸೊ ಮಿಸ್ಟಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಯು ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಅಸ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ನಾವು ವೇಟಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಲಿಸನ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ಶ್ಯೋರ್ ಸಾಹೇಬ್ ಸೋ ಹೀಸ್ ಬಸವರಾಜ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಗೌರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ ಇನ್ ಕೋನಿನ ಗ್ರಹಾರ ಹೀ ಸೀಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ವೆನ್ ಐ ವಾಸ್ ಇನ
a team of people came and gave us yummy breakfast every day. He also gives us a sneak peek into our breakfast menu. Dosa, idli, vada, sambar, chocolates, milk and banana. Every festival they would give us special traditional food. We celebrated Christmas in their home. We got prizes for drawing competition organized. He says first and second prize. He tells us how all of them were treated by our doctors and so sweetly he tells us how they received tablets and syrups. He says they were given new clothes, school bags, books and shoes. He goes on to say we are now living in a room. When we were in shed, we didn't even have a toilet. There is a toilet in our room now. Today we feel energetic and we have become strong after we have started having breakfast every day. We are able to study well now. There are 140 students in our school. They too have breakfast and badam every day. Thank you so much. He pauses and he says, I want to say one thing. I want to become like them one day. So dear listeners, that was Basava from the 7th grade representing all the children and talking to us about their breakfast seva memories. I remember one funny anecdote that happened and it also shows how smart and cute these little children are. One day as we finished serving the food and the children were busy eating and so I went to this boy and I casually asked him while interacting with him, I said, have you seen a real elephant in your life? He said, Aane na. No didini. He said, I've seen an elephant. So then I asked him, so tell me how an elephant looks. So he said that the elephant is black in color. So I said, oh, that's nice that you've seen. But have you ever seen a white elephant? And then, to my utter amazement, the boy comes back and replies, Yes, Anna, I've seen a white elephant on a chessboard. So, I mean, this just goes to show how smart and cute these little children are. To us, the parents of all these children are the real heroes. The way they've brought up their children, the way they've taken care of them, the sacrifices that they have made, the struggles that they have endured all these years to do what they are doing today is an amazing experience that all of us should listen to and learn from. The parents and these children lived in the slum and the land belonged to a politician. And when we started Breakfast Seva, we also began to notice the sufferings of the parents and the children. And there were no toilets, there were no bathrooms, there was literally nothing. There was not even proper lighting. So we approached this man and we said, uh, can we just build a few toilets? And can we plant a few trees? And this man refused. And needless to say, we were frustrated, we were very upset. And within a month or two came the bombshell 
this man threatened to demolish the slum if the people wouldn't pay him a higher rent and the rent that he was demanding was exorbitant and every year during a particular festival he would call all these people and he would hike the rent and so this time the dwellers of this slum along with the children went up to him and said please don't hike the rent so much we can't really afford it and they did everything the parents even fell at the man's feet and he just wouldn't budge and finally there came a day when we had finished serving breakfast in the morning and when we came back in the evening to meet the children their beautiful tents that they had kept so so very neatly inside was all rubble the entire land was flattened and the whole slum was demolished anything that remained was all gone we saw things broken and we saw all of our children there standing on the street with their parents and staring at their old dwelling place and i remember they managed that night somehow and the next night we went looking for rooms for them and fortunately they moved in not into another slum but they decided that they would somehow find rooms to go and stay in when we met them they were all in tears and when we offered to help them financially to cover the rent at least of the first month the reply one of the parents gave us touched our hearts and also taught us a lesson the father said all these times you have been doing so much for us and this is the least that we can do for all our children and this is also the least that we can do for you the father said that you have been telling us from such a long time now that we need to have a home with a toilet with a proper place to sleep in with an electricity connection a water connection and today we feel this is the right time that we made that move and when this father told us we were left in tears because we never knew that our words were touching their hearts so deeply every single day and so within a week's time all the children and their families relocated to proper rooms where they got a toilet a bathroom a place to study a good electricity connection the children would not need to study under a lamp post like how they were doing some of the children would even sit on the main road in the night and study before their exams all night they wouldn't have to do that anymore and they were safe and they were going to be happy forever so misty why don't we tell our listeners about the plight of these parents and children when they lived in that slum especially the plight of all those aunties who were staying there and how difficult it was for them 
Sai, do you remember the plight of all the aunties in the slum? In those cold mornings, they would bathe inside of a flimsy structure covered with clothes as there were no doors. The torn saris they wore made us feel very sad. They would wear the same sari for days together. And so we distributed new saris to all the aunties there and also in the nearby slums. Every day was a nightmare for this woman. After working for more than 12 hours a day as vegetable vendors, as housemaids, as daily wage laborers, they would come back home only to be harassed by their husbands. One day, as I was passing by, I saw an auntie weeping inconsolably. I asked, why aren't you doing anything about this? She said, Della mamuli madam, maduya takshna, ella agate, enu madakagala. This is normal madam, starts immediately after marriage, cannot do anything about it. They weren't even aware that being harassed was wrong and that they had all the rights to speak out and defend themselves. Yes, Misty. I remember how hard all those days were. Day after day, our volunteers would sit with all of these aunties and interact with them. And I recollect how scared all these aunties were to even open up to us. And after so many months of interaction, they became aware that certain things were wrong, certain actions were wrong, and that they had the right to speak out and to stand up for themselves. And today, fortunately, the situation is much, much better. And after so many years of enduring so many hardships, there is harmony in the home. All these families today lead such a happy life, which is something that they didn't even dream of when they lived in that slum, struggling for their day-to-day survival. Dear listeners, as we look back at all these beautiful memories, all these wonderful experiences, and all of this transformation, we just have one thing to say, that it's not us who have helped all these children and their parents. No, not at all. It is all these children and their parents who have helped us become what we are today. What we are today, we owe to all of them. That slum, dear listeners, was a battleground for all of these people. Day after day, week after week, they struggled to survive. But today, as we see them live in good homes, as we see them happy, we realize how much they have inspired us. And all the seva that happens today, all this wonderful service that happens today, is inspired by these little children, these wonderful parents. And we take this opportunity to salute all those children and all those parents who have inspired us and made all this 
possible. Yes, Sai. Yes. There is just one feeling in all our hearts now. We are overwhelmed by the love we receive every day from every single child. Even though one school has become six schools, we have a special connect with every single child. It's their smile that motivates us. It's their love that powers us. Yes, Misty. So very true. So very true. So dear listeners, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of Chronicles of Love. See you again same time next week. One special request, never skip your breakfast. Stay healthy. Take care. Lots and lots of love from all of us in Sai Ashraya. Thank you. Namaskar and Jai Hind.